My marriage started with trauma and has continued to be traumatic. What do I do? Welcome to the Real Talk Recovery Podcast with the Therapy Brothers. We're brothers, we're therapists, and we know recovery. Bring your stories, your questions, your successes with Real Recovery. Good discussion on trauma today, Brandon. I think it's going to be great. We got a good guest today. Um, I'm going to hurry and read a review. We got another good review came through. It was really short and succinct, but it was a good one. So this one comes from MJMCD, and it says, "Lifesaver, this podcast is helping me keep my sanity. Thank you for your calm insight and wisdom." That right there, Tyler, is why we do the podcast is if there's somebody out there somewhere in some neck of the woods that just needs a lifeline and needs some hope and some guidance and and some things to think about, then if we can provide any bit of that hope and guidance, that's why we do this. So thank you for that feedback. We love hearing that there's maybe some good coming to you as a result of what we're doing, because that's really all we want to do. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Tyler, you uh, really quick, you you got some new wills. Um, <laughs> I, I, you've never been a, a guy to have like rims on your wheels. Like, uh, that's not my style, on your, man. On your car, you're you're like OG gangster. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. If if you want to call it, if you want to call a CRV that's got black rims, OG gangster. Absolutely, like, it's a like a, a dark charcoal. CRV with black rims. What it what it basically is it's it's like the most it's the most tricked out you can get for a family economy car. (laughs) So so we basically wanted something that would do better on gas mileage and drive well in the snow for my wife and uh, yeah sure you bought it for the rims. That's what we honest. (laughs) That's what we ended up with. So so yeah so I think the CRV might be the most popular car in America. Yeah. Well, I've had one, and uh, our guest, Catherine, you drive a CRV, correct? Yep, I drive one. Yeah. Do you do you yeah. have some nice rims on it? Just what it came with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. That, that, that's usually how CRVs go. So. <laughs> uh, okay, um, Catherine, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Thank you. Um, if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little bit of uh, background and and filling us in what's been going on and your, what your situation is, and then ask any questions that you have. Well, I, uh, 41 years of marriage this last January. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. I know. Um, yeah, I just turned 65. My husband will be turning 70 this week. Um, and not a great age, I don't think, to be starting <laughs> recovery. You know, it's like we don't have that many years left. You know, and mm-hmm. I think that's what I get frustrated with um, because he's dragging his feet. And um, it's been four years since discovery. And we've been separated three and a half years. And... Um, I asked him to move out because my trauma was so bad as he kind of trickled out, you know, the disclosure kind of trickled out over the months. And 
then uh, I went to a counselor and I was explaining what happened to me before we got married with my husband. And when I explained, you know, that he and I were having dinner at his apartment and he got up out of his chair and got me out of my chair and just got on top of me and used me as a thing to release himself with. That's what I wrote in my journal. And, um, but then he said, Oh, we have to go confess to our pastor that we had sex. And so that was the narrative that he told me. And that's what I believed. And, and so my counselor said, that's date rape. And I was shocked and horrified and that kind of set my body into trauma as I realized what happened and it actually happened a second time <clears throat> and th- this was before you were married before we were married mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you know I really struggled with marrying him but you know he was so good at the words of and writing me letters and quoting scripture and seeming like such a godly man who loved me. And our pastor at the time said, don't listen to your feelings because I knew in my, you know, I kept writing in my journal, something's not right. Like something just wasn't right. But my pastor said, Oh, that's your feelings. One day you'll love them and one day you'll hate them. And So don't listen to that. And so I thought, well, if I don't listen to that, that means I just have to ask God what I'm supposed to do. And so I spent a whole day up in the mountains just with my Bible and my journal and and uh, asking God. And I kind of came down to, okay, God, you will give me love for this man. I don't really love him, but, you know, you give us love for people and then I'll just marry him out of faith that this is what I'm supposed to do. So it, you were getting the the feeling from your pastor that this is this is what God would want you to do. So you were kind of talking yourself into it mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. That's Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you're listening here, this is the Betrayed, the Addicted and the Expert feed and we sure appreciate you following us and listening here. We want to let you know that we have moved to Real Talk Recovery. If you'd like to complete the episode, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, any place where there's podcasts, Real Talk Recovery, or you can go to realtalkrecovery.com. Thanks again for all of your support.